0: Welcome to the Diction Police! I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Opera in Dresden, Germany. This will be our last episode for this season, and we wanted to do something special, so this will be our first Russian episode with a video tutorial. Ekaterina Zapiga-Klein leads us through the text to Olga aria from Yevgeny Yegin, talking about devoicing consonants, palatalized consonants, and what happens when a soft sign meets a vowel that starts with a j-glide. The podcast will start back up again at the end of August. For anyone attending the Classical Singer Convention this month in Boston, don't forget that my partner in crime, François Germain, will be there representing the diction police and giving a masterclass on French diction, and he'd love to see you all there. For more information about Ekaterina Zapega-Klein, François Germain, or for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription along with the poetic and word-for-word translations, please visit DictionPolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at DictionPolice. Tchaikovsky himself wrote the libretto for his opera Yevgeny Onegin, but he used portions of the original Pushkin story verbatim. The complicated rhyme scheme of the original text was so unique that it became known as the Anyagen stanza or the Pushkin sonnet in olga's aria which comes up very early in the opera while her elder sister tatiana reads a book olga talks about how she just wants to enjoy life and enjoy being young
1: oh, tanya tanya всегда мечтаешь ты а я так не в тебя Мне весело, когда я пенья слышу, Уж как по мосту-мосточку По калиновым досочкам. Я не способна к грусти томной, Я не люблю мечтать в тиши Или на балконе ночью темной Вздыхать, вздыхать, вздыхать Из глубины души. Зачем вздыхать, когда счастливо Мои дни юные текут? Я беззаботна и шаловлива. Меня ребёнком все зовут. Мне будет жизнь всегда, всегда мила. И я останусь, как и прежде, Подобно ветреной надежде, Резва, беспечно, весела.
0: One of the issues when it comes to Russian is that certain consonants will d voice, they'll unvoice like this the well it looks like a b but it's just really a phonetic v to us when it comes in front of an unvoiced consonant it'll end up being an unvoiced f right richtig es wird weich wenn der konsonant danach auch weich ist f, also stimmlos Yeah. right it will be unvoiced when the consonant after it is also unvoiced всегда Oder, Nie so even there, even though it's not part of the same word, because it's grammatically attached to it, it ends up doing the same thing. Du meinst, it's here zusammengezogen? Was? Yeah, even though it's not part of the same mm. word.
1: das wird zusammengezogen. Dann. Exactly.
0: Mm. Yes, these will be put together. As opposed to in the next line, we see it when it sounds just like it is. Weseler. Exactly. Then it's just a voiced V-sound for okay, us. Genau. Later in this third line after Viesela, mm-hmm. we have we have a word Pe-n-ie. where we have an n followed by the soft sign followed by a ye vowel how much of a j glide do we need there also es ist
1: schon deutlich äh, getrennt durch das j, ne? Pe-n-ie. und das weiche zeichen kann man sogar ähm, wie ein i noch mal andeuten Pe-n-ie. Dadurch, dass es kurz ist und, und kein Vokal in dem Sinne, wird das sowieso kleiner right. und kürzer. Aber okay. es ist trotzdem wichtig, dass man es wie ein Vokal ansetzt. Yeah.
0: Und dann das J mit dem J trennen. You can almost pronounce it as though there's an E, a lower case I, after the palatalized N. Since it's not really a vowel, it will be short. But it's important that the consonant... Has a slight vowel in it, and then the j glide will be separate from that, with a real j glide. Yes, so that it, really we're finishing out that p with a softer n with a palatal n, genau, and then adding another j glide on genau. top of it. genau,
1: it's yeah. richtig getrennt. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Well, and like I said with siegdao that we have these these consonants that will unvoice if they're in front of an unvoiced consonant. Mm-hmm. We also have consonants that unvoice at the ends of words. richtig Usch, vor allem, danach kommt auch ein Konsonant, und auch deswegen wird das noch weicher. Usch, kack. Especially because there's also an unvoiced consonant after it, so it's unvoiced. Usch ist dann um, stimmlos. Okay, so if the word that's after it would start with a, with a voiced consonant, could this usch stay Ush if it goes into something that's voiced?
1: wenn danach ein vokal kommt
0: z.b. also es gibt z.b.
1: auch dieses wort mit eine vokal dahinter uge mhm dann
0: ist es stimmhaft okay wenn danach ein vokal kommt dann yeah. kommt noch, okay. mm-hmm. if a vowel came after it for example like in the word uge then it's voiced russian is also very has very strong uh stresses And very strongly unstressed syllables. Mhm. And even like full words like this PO. And it's not a strong syllable. This becomes just a dark A, right? This just becomes PA. PA, genau. PA, weil ähm, das eben unbetont ist. Und deswegen wird
1: das O, was geschrieben ist, nicht richtig wie ein O ausgesprochen, sondern wie ein kurzes, dunkles A.
0: Yes, since it's unstressed, this o" will not be pronounced like an o" but as a short, dark a pa pa mastu masto and there we see all these os before here, mm-hmm. before that third, which is one, two, three before the fourth o all mm-hmm. of them are just unstressed right. so only one of them actually becomes a closed o yeah
1: mas tu. Must and Und das letzte O ist das einzige, was betont ist und wie ein richtiges o wird. And the
0: last O is the only one with stress, so it's the only one that is really pronounced as an O. The the ch is mm-hmm. always a soft consonant, right? So it's always a little ch ch. Ch mit einem kleinen i noch ch, q, q, q. Yeah, sehr weich. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think we forget that these ch and mm-hmm. ch, sh and sh they all have sort of a palatal or a non-palatal placement, too. With so a weichen, weichen, weicher mischung noch dazu. Exactly. Yes, with a little softness mixed into it. When we get into the aria proper, one of the first things we come up to is the, the word k, <laughs> because it is actually a word all in its own. That's, I think, learning the Russian language, for me, the prepositions that are one letter, <laughs> were the hardest ones to keep straight. But we have a K before a phonetic G sound. Mm. What do we want to do with that? Das wird praktisch
1: zusammengezogen. Das kannst du auch gar nicht trennen. Manchmal ähm, wird das getrennt im Text durch einen Vokal. Mm-hmm. Es gibt auch Fälle, wo das dann Co und irgendwas heißt, ne? Aber wenn das zusammen, wenn das nur ein K ist und danach kommt ein ähnlicher Konsonant, nur stimmhaft. Geht das gar nicht anders, dass man es zusammenzieht. Man kann es versuchen, dieses ein bisschen abzusetzen, aber man wird das nicht hören können. Ja.
0: Yeah. They'll be put together. You can't separate them. Sometimes it will be separated in a text by a vowel. But when it's only a K followed by a consonant in the same placement, but voiced, the K is assimilated into the G. You could try to separate them, but it won't be heard. So, really, we, we basically almost stop it like a double G in Italian, in ja, a way, ja, almost, that mm-hmm. it, we sort of feel like a grust, we, ja. s- we stop the genau, sound. Genau,
1: genau, das, das kann man dadurch ein bisschen durch dieses etwas Verzögerte machen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you can think of it that way through this slight hesitation. The word at the end of this line and the word two lines later, yeah. they basically look almost exactly the same, and they're almost exactly mm. the same pronunciation, Right. Ja, aber die Bedeutung ist eine ganz andere. Aha. Das sind
1: wirklich zwei verschiedene Wörter. Tormnai heißt so verträumt, vielleicht. Oh. So was. Grust. Das ist ein Adjektiv, was diese Traurigkeit beschreibt. Okay. Das bezieht sich also auf dieses Grusti. Ja. Und tormnai ist auch ein Adjektiv, bedeutet aber dunkel. Mhm. Die Nacht, die wird dann beschrieben, die dunkle Nacht. Ja. Also, die sind wirklich die. die Klingen-ähnlich sind aber von unterschiedlicher Bedeutung.
0: Yes, but they are really two completely different words with completely different meanings. The first is an adjective describing the sadness, something like sleepy. And the second word is also an adjective, but this one means dark, as in the dark night. And mm-hmm. the only real difference then is that one has a normal oh. de- dental t, right? Mm-hmm. We have ja. a normal t for ja. tomne, and we have the palatal tea because of the, the Jo-Vowel. Genau, weil, weil der
1: Vokal so, so weich ist, dann yeah. verändert sich der, das auch.
0: Exactly. Since the vowel is so soft, the consonant is also altered. turm nein. wird dann weich. Yeah. Turm, nein. Turm, nein. Sometimes we get the soft sign at the ends of words, which we've seen before, but at the beginning of that line, we see it with the letter L. Because otherwise, yeah. if it's not going to be if it's not if it's not going to has if it doesn't have a uh, one of the yet yeah or yo those yeah, kinds of vowels yeah, yeah. behind it, then the l is very much the American l, mm. right? It's very far back. Dunkel, yeah. dunkel. It's very mm. dunkel. It's mm. very dark. Mm. But when it has the soft sign, how far mm-hmm. front do we bring that?
1: Es ist so, als würdest du nach dem l auch noch ein i sprechen, I. Vor allem bei diesem Wort ist es so, dass es eigentlich eine Abkürzung ist. Das Wort, das eigentliche Wort heißt Ili. Oh. Und das Ili kommt nur zustande, weil die Silben sonst zu viele wären. Ja. Verstehst Also um diese, diese dichterische, äh, den Rhythmus zu bekommen. Ja, so als Genau, they took it away. Genau, genau, aber eigentlich heißt das Wort eli und deswegen ist es so eine Andeutung von einem zweiten i nach dem l okay. und das ganze macht weicher und es bringt das l nach vorne noch yeah. Ili. genau. Yeah. Und das ist auch ganz leicht.
0: Die Zunge ist ganz leicht. Eli. Yeah. In Ili. Ili. It's as though through the l you say an e. Especially in this word, which is a contraction, the real word is eli. And to maintain the correct number of syllables in the phrase, the poet has taken out the second syllable here. Because of this, the L must be palatalized and therefore very soft. And since we're on these the soft signs, the next word, the mm-hmm. next line in the infinitive, we get this on at the end of every infinitive verb, right? A soft sign. <laughs> and then we really hear... Es ist dasselbe Prinzip.
1: Also beim Singen ist es auch ganz wichtig, vor allem, dass man nach dem, T, dass, dass man anstelle vom weichen Zeichen immer sich ein i vorstellt. Yeah. Auch wenn die die Zeit nicht da ist und wenn praktisch auch kein Ton da ist, musst du immer ein
0: i denken. dann klappt es. Ja, yeah. It's the same principle, and especially in singing, it's very important to think of an e sound at every soft sign, even if there's no time and even if there's no pitch. Think a lowercase I and it'll work. And all, I mean that one almost ends up sounding to our ears as though it's an S. I know a lot of people here yeah. that they think it sounds like yeah. t but it's t- not that. No, no. Nee, es ist auf gar keinen Fall. es ist viel, viel
1: besser das t- t- uh, kurz und schlank zu halten und danach ein
0: Vokal noch zu denken. Yeah. Dann kommt in ein richtiger exactly. Klang zustande. It's not an S. Really think of an E, and that will make it better. When we get the S followed by the CH, which is a, a palatalized consonant, so the CH is always, already high, ja. but this doesn't end up being an S and a CH anymore, right? Genau, das, das wird ganz anders ausgesprochen, als es geschrieben wird. In diesem Fall, und
1: und wirklich, eigentlich nur in diesem Fall, wird das ausgesprochen wie ein
0: CH. Exactly. This is pronounced differently than it's written. Only in this case, it will be spoken as sh, sh. which is the W with the hook. Genau. Schiss, lieber.
1: Schiss, lieber. Vor allem interessant ist auch das A danach. Das ist auch kein, kein richtiges offenes A, sondern auch etwas verfärbtes. Schiss, lieber. Schiss, lieber.
0: The A after it is also interesting. This isn't pronounced as a real A ah sound, but it's shaded a little bit. Schiss lieber. Schiss lieber. So it's not even SHA. It's Sch- SH. Sch- SH. SH. And there's even a T in this word in the middle between the S and the L, between the two syllables. But do we need to pronounce it? Genau. Das wird nicht ausgesprochen. Okay. Richtig. The T isn't pronounced. Yeah, there's there are a few things in Russian where the, the consonants don't all need to get pronounced. Genau. Well, and as opposed to two lines later, we have the actual, the Mm SH, which is just a W without the hook. And this would be sort of the, I would say, the the harder version, right? This is the the version that's not palatalized. Genau.
1: Genau. Das ist eine eine, um, eine harte Version von Mm -hmm. dem Schalavliva.
0: Yes, this is a harder version. Shalavliwa. Shalavliwa. And you can hear the A there is a different, completely different sound than this SH.
1: Schalavliwa, beide unbetont, deswegen sind sie auch nicht so
0: genau wie ein A. Ne? Both of the As are unstressed, and that's why they aren't really a perfect A ah sound. Mm-hmm. Schalavliwa. In the word Rebionkam, mm-hmm. do does the N before the K need to go back and become like Bank? Does it become N, or does it stay as a phonetic N? Das, das bleibt vorne. Das das ist eigentlich ein richtiges N.
1: It stays as a real n vorne.
0: Yeah. So we keep it at the front genau. There are also certain consonants that never let never get to be palatalized and they can affect the vowel that follows them
1: weich genau sondern
0: umgekehrt der Vokal wird dunkel It won't be soft in fact just the opposite. The vowel will change and become darker. Жизнь. Yeah. Кино. So instead of this U-looking letter <laughs> that <laughs> should be, this is usually a phonetic E, we get the the I with a slash. We get the our favorite Russian vowel. Genau.
1: <laughs> Жизнь. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this can happen across word boundaries too, like we have in the next line. Как и прежде. So if you separate them, you say как и. <laughs> But if you don't, if you run them together, what happens to it?
1: Genau, das wird dann auch etwas dunkler, fast zu einem Ü, und das wird auch zusammengezogen.
0: Exactly. They'll be put together and the lowercase I, I-Vowel, will become the Ü-Vowel.
1: Man kann, je nachdem, wie das mit den, mit den Tönen unterstützt wird, can man das etwas heller or dunkler machen, das kann man
0: auch selber entscheiden. Yeah. Depending on the way it's set, these words could be separated, and then the lowercase i would remain intact. That's a choice that could be made. So if it runs together, we want to change we want to mm. be a slightly more of the yeah. I, I vocal. Genau. Vocal vowel. <laughs> and not, not as bright. Not genau. as closed. Genau. Palatalized consonants can cause a little confusion. Many people try to say a J-glide after the consonant, but when a consonant is palatalized, the J-glide is actually part of the consonant. The difference between palatal and palatalized is very subtle, and you heard me realize that I was using the wrong word in the interview. Palatal consonants are pronounced on the hard palate, and we've seen those before in Czech with NJ, and t. As well as in Italian, words like gigli and lasagna, palatalized means that the actual pronunciation of the consonant occurs somewhere else, but with a secondary articulation moving towards the hard palate. So, in general, the consonant isn't formed with the flat, wide part of the tongue, in the same way that we heard in Czech. As an example, think about where you would normally say a dental th, and then move your tongue into an e-position So we don't want to say we want the s to have a higher placement. And if the consonant at the end of the word is palatalized, we really need to hear that distinction, as we do in the word for life. Kenneth Griffith says in his book Russian Diction for Singers and Coaches, that both the soft L and the soft N are virtually identical to the lambda and the enye, respectively. So should you choose to use those symbols for your own transcriptions, it would probably work. In the word shasliva, Katya said that the first a ah sound is a little shaded, and not a pure a. Ah. This also goes for the last vowel in this word, which we've transcribed with the upside-down V, familiar to us from English diction, in words like up and us, this final vowel could also be transcribed as a schwa, not the French schwa, which is based on the open oe, nor the German, which is based on an open epsilon e, but a sound closer to the American schwa. One last thing. The word p o, which we've said here is pa in pa mastu mastochku, due to the poetic stress of the language, should actually be pronounced po with a real Russian O sound. по In the phrase after it, however, everyone sings it as pa in
1: По-калиновым досочкам. Ах, Таня, Таня, Всегда мечтаешь ты. А я так не в тебя. Мне весело, когда я пенье слышу. Уж как по мосту-мосточку, по калиновым досочкам. Я не способна грусти томной. Я не люблю мечтать в тиши. Или на балконе ночью темной вздыхать Из глубины души зачем вздыхать, когда счастливо мои дни юные текут? Я беззаботно и Шаловливо меня ребенком все зовут. Мне будет жизнь всегда-всегда мила, и я станусь, как и прежде, подобно ветреной надежде, резва, безпечна,
0: весела. This interview with Ekaterina Zapega klein was conducted by Ellen Rissinger, Phonetic Transcription by Ellen Rissinger. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction, GBM.